Hey, everybody. This is episode two of the Priory Society podcast, and it's called The 12 Types of People You'll Meet at a Swingers Party or Club. We found an article online that lists the five types of people, but that list was really incomplete. So we're about to reveal the 12 types of peeps that you'll run into at a swingers gathering, let you know what to look out for, who to be wary of, and we're going to help you from making some serious mistakes. For example, like going into a playroom or even going home with the wrong people. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Hello, sexies. Welcome to the newest and coolest sexy lifestyle podcast. My name is Isis and my husband's name is Eros. Hey, everybody. Hey, baby. Thank you for joining us and prepare yourselves because we're going to be talking about a lot of naughty stuff like sex, the lifestyle, swinging and, you know, all kinds of cool shit like that. All my favorite topics. Right? Because you're naughty. I'm naughty all the time. I'm naughty right now and I have a quarter chub. Oh, I love that. Hey, we're sipping on cocktails. Yeah. While we record this tonight, I made myself an old fashioned, one of my favorite drinks. My favorite too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I used a bourbon called Old Granddad. Yeah. That sounds like a dirty old man, it's right? Like, it sounds like a dirty uncle. <laughs> That's what Old Granddad sounds like. like some, some crazy man, been there, done that, and has a t shirt to prove it. Right? I, yeah. I have a margarita on the rocks. Margarita on the Rocks is very good, made with, with tequila. We use Casamigos. Yes. It, it's okay. Look, we're not mm-hmm. promoting brands, all right? No. That's not what we're here to do, but just letting you know our drinks that we have here in our hands. Salud, everybody. Cheers, yeah. bitches. Right. So let's do some contact information real quick. Let's just get this out of the way. In essence, you're going to get all the links to past episodes and the social media links on our website. Go to PriorySociety.com, email info at PriorySociety. Twitter at Priory Society. In terms of social networks, we hang out on Cassidy.com the most. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite places. You can find us there as Latino Sexy Couple. So on SDC, we're also Latino Sexy Couple, but the word sexy is missing the E. So Latino SXY Couple on SDC.com. Anyway, we'd love to hear from you with any questions you may have, feedback. Show ideas if you've got a topic you're interested in listening to. I mean, we have a lot of show topics on deck that yeah, for couples. that we want to record. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like if you're a single female a unicorn or you're a single mm-hmm. dude or you're a couple that's like down to fuck, fuck buddies type thing and you want to hear a certain angle on something or you would like to contribute something or you'd like to be interviewed because you'd like to share either pet peeves, yeah. things like that. I'll give you one pet peeve right now before we go. What is that? That should be a segment on the podcast. I have a lot of pet Our peeves. pet peeves. That should be a segment. So, yes. Da-da-da-da-da, pet peeves. We should probably do an intro. So let's see. We have a special segment called Pet Peeves, not to be negative, but just a gentle and happy reminder. One of the things that we want to remind you to do is to do a soapy triple rinse on your genitals <laughs> and brush your fucking teeth. Yes, please. And buy a tongue scraper. For oh heaven's God. sake, it's like 2 or $3, a little plastic tongue scraper. Get all that shit off your tongue yeah. before you go on a play date. Okay? Is good hygiene too much Look, to ask for? Listen, we've been on meet and greets where I can smell their breath Aww. from across the table. And you have a very sensitive nose. My shit is keen. Yeah. <laughs> don't okay look if you're gonna have a meet and greet at 8 p.m that night yes it's not enough to have showered at seven in the morning before you went to work at your warehouse job or you know standing up all day or walking around an office all day sitting down on a sweaty pussy or you know on a dick yeah like maybe your driver or something it's like a dark moist area inside your clothes there yeah yeah Dude. and so and you're gonna have a play date in the evening guys you have to shower right before the freshen that I, shit up we shouldn't have to say this but 
I have to say this now because we've been in situations where like, damn, yeah. that sucks. I wish, you know what? I feel like telling the girl, hey, we should do girl on girl time in the bathtub for a second. Right. Like soak and, it. And then come out and then we can do maybe a couple things. Yeah. There's right. certain places that you're going to put your mouth on or your tongue on that you don't want an odor like a foul odor coming out of. Yeah, like your pussy needs to be super clean. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it shouldn't smell like you had chipotle and I can smell and taste the burrito. Or right? fish tacos. It's a pet peeve. Yeah. This is the segment called Pet Peeves. <laughs> All right. But let's talk oh, about man. what we've been doing. We've been doing a lot of cool things. It is still the beginning of the year. It's like mid-January right now. And we were just in Las Vegas this past weekend. It was another business and pleasure trip. Yes. We do real estate stuff over there. So we're there you know, over half the year. But yeah. You know, when I say real estate, it's apartment building stuff and commercial residential. So we were also invited to play in a slot tournament. So we were working and having fun. We stayed at the very luxurious resort Ooh. on the South Strip next to a big field of dirt. What was that place called? Guess what? The Luxor Casino, yeah, the pyramid, was, baby. Was, that was shit. But it was a free <laughs> stay, so it wasn't a big deal. And, you know, the rooms that are high up in the pyramid have been redone recently. Yeah, they're remodeling. Yeah, so yeah. those are pretty nice. Yeah. And then the... The office towers yes. that are right next to the pyramid. A lot of those rooms are also recently renovated and mm -hmm. they're actually pretty nice inside. Yeah. If the air conditioning works, it's actually a good stay for cheap money. Yeah, you're good to go. And it's always my favorite part when we're, if we drive to Vegas or I can see the light coming off of the pyramid, I'm like, well, that's how I know that we're arriving yeah, in coming Vegas. Coming into right? Vegas. Yeah. It's a cool landmark. So, so cool. So we were there, like we said, for business and some fun. We were invited for the slot tournament. But we also met a couple there. We did a little meet and greet. We didn't end up playing with them or anything. Yeah, we didn't um, play with anyone over the weekend. But mm -mm. And it was kind of a mess. They insisted on bringing another couple yes. to the meet and greet. And we were like, yeah, that's fine. It's just a meet and greet. So sure, why the, not? More, the more the merrier. I mean, yeah. we're not trying to organize a meet and greet with like 70 people. It was just supposed to be us and them, two couples. But Exactly. Okay. So they brought their friends. And guess what? We ended up hitting it off with their friends. That's right. More than we did with that couple, which was great for us. Yeah. And even though we didn't pursue them or we didn't pursue their friends. It was still a great time, great conversation, just meeting more people. And it was nice. I don't forget where they were from and it doesn't even matter, but yeah. their friends wanted to meet us at night. Yeah. The chick from that friend couple sat next to me and started getting real flirty and she wanted my cell phone number. So we exchanged numbers and stuff. She pulled out her titties. She did. She was feeling here. She was oh, kissing yeah. them yeah. right there in the bar. Yep. So they were ready to do stuff, even though our primary couple was like, yeah, they wanted to do vanilla things. They said they wanted to go to a strip club and they wanted to have dinner and all do all this stuff. And we're like, hey, dude, we just met. I don't want to, you know, want to do this whole thing. Plus, if we're going to do something, if we're going to have a play environment, you guys want to come up to the room. That's one thing. But we're not going to follow you around Las Vegas and just bar hop. That's stupid. Right, for so, hours on end. Nah, I mean, come fuck, on. Fuck, fuck that. that. So we ended up just smoking cigars on our own. My wife and I just ended up hanging out and just doing our own thing. That was, that was awesome. That was great, man. You know, they were fun. They were nice. But the guys were stoned. They were both kind of weird, right? They were both super high. Their yeah. eyes were bloodshot. They were both complaining that they hadn't had a lot of sleep. And one guy was drinking Red Bull. And they started doing shots. They weren't very talkative because they were just dazing off into the, the ceiling. Yeah. There was the one guy that ended up like sitting on the couch at the end because that's where he ended up. And it was hard to pull him into the conversation. He looked yeah. like he was totally uninterested. He was in his own world because he was all high. And he was on high. his own intoxicant, whatever. And but the other guy was all depressed, right? He was all depressed because he had recently been accused of being raped. And so he was complaining to us. And by the way, if there's a subject that you should never bring up, yeah. like don't ask us whether a certain phrase or your face looks rapey because yeah. you were just recently accused of being rapey with a girl that you were left alone with. That's not information that you should be sharing. Just like you yeah. probably shouldn't say that you just recently got over a yeast infection and you might have some residual stuff. So I exactly. want to warn us before we play, you know, right. just things like that, guys. It's just yeah, it's those subjects like yeah. – 
you know, hey, I have explosive diarrhea. That's the equivalent. I mean, it's stuff that's going to make you it's think like, oh, about shit. That's so weird, man. Yeah, don't bring it up and don't dwell on it. Yeah, don't. Especially that guy was depressed. Oh my god! And I was like, dude, I didn't come here to fix your ass, dude. No. So that's why we dismissed him. It's not what, a therapy session. No, 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 no. Look, we can. I mean, we have sure. background and stuff, but this podcast yeah. is not about that kind of professional advice. But no. So anyway, we dismissed him. That was our Vegas experience, yeah. and. Uh, we'll be going back soon. Actually, we have tickets to go see George Strait. Yay! Right? And that's going to be a great oh, time. So I'm looking forward to we'll that. Talk, we'll talk about that in a future episode. So let's move on to a segment called the Leatherbound Perverted Dictionary. Mm. It's one of my favorite sections. I actually have a, a big-ass dictionary. It looks like a Black's Law Dictionary, fourth edition, yes. right here. Oh. Right? And you can hear the pages right here. It's a perverted so dictionary. We, well, it is, and so am I, and yes. I'm proud of it. It's okay. You should be. I'm holding it. I'm holding both You're holding things. it. It can mean a couple things. Right? <laughs> so we've already picked the word here, and my lady will describe it and talk about it. So the word is the lifestyle conundrum. And that's basically when your swingers website profile contains really crappy pictures of the couple or the individual could be a single male or female. And there's very little or very unclear information about them. May have a couple pictures, you know, like a single tit or single nipple, or maybe the girl's bent over showing her ass with her thong, but that's it. So there's no real indication of who they are, what they're looking for, or even what they're interested in, like who they want to meet. They might say, want to find friends with benefits or, you know, looking for hot chicks and the elusive unicorn, but that's all they put. So it's like you do all this stuff. You create a profile, you put yourself out there online, on social media networks. And you do all of this with the serious intention of attracting people that are supposed to like you for who you really are in life. And so it, it just, that's the conundrum. It's very confusing. Yeah, it is. But look, even beyond that, a lot of times online profiles like Cassidy and SDC and all the other ones that are out there, there's a bunch of them. Their profile, many times they list their fake location because right. they're so paranoid. Yeah. Right? They don't want their friends to find them. So they don't say where they live. A lot of times the mm -hmm. ages are fake. Like we found on like a good 10 Cassidy, years, you have to add five to 10 years to be a little bit accurate. And who cares about the age? But people, sure. to, people want to be younger and that's fine, whatever. So the location's fake. The ages are fake. A lot of times they use fake names. And then after all of that false information, yeah. then they actually expect people to be attracted to them enough to want to get naked at the Holiday Inn or that Extended Stay America behind like, oh, the staples at the Power Center with a Home Depot, <laughs> oh, shit. right? So that is the real conundrum, right? It's like, hey, yeah. you put yourself out there. And how's this? Uh, one of my favorite things when we're browsing profiles mm -hmm. is there's a lot of pictures on there, but they're selfie style. Yes. Right? And like sometimes, crazy like, angle. like you mentioned, the face can be cropped or pixelated or has the cartoon overlay on their face. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you don't even know what they really look like. Exactly. And you also don't know if they're 300 pounds each or if they weigh like 120. That's right. Or if one weighs 105 and the other 160. Like their weight is not a huge deal. It's not a big factor. Sexy is sexy. Sure. It's part of confidence. It's who you are. Absolutely. And we accept people, you know, based on your attitude and your sense of humor. Right. And this is a friendly thing. So if we end up playing, well, that's just a bonus. But making friends is the primary concern here. Yeah, because you never know what you're going to be attracted to in person. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. But, you know, when we talk about this thing here, the conundrum is that you need to post pictures that like show your entire package. What are people going to be looking at? What are they going to yeah. be experiencing in person? Right. It's not a selfie style. 
No. Where it just shows your neck and your ears, and your forehead. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you should show pictures of both of you guys standing together. And by the way, in a future episode, we're going to talk about this, optimizing your play date experience, optimizing the way it flows from the flirting online to how your website should be organized. And yeah. how it, we get a lot of traction on our websites. We're going to show you some of the secrets that we've developed, some of the things that we use, the things we do to get a bunch of hits and likes. And we get tons of messages Like we usually have over a thousand messages. Oh, right easily. now, there's probably 1,700 messages. Yes. Not all of them are party invites. Yes, some of them are picture notifications. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, I liked your picture. But there are a lot of messages in there. Yep. And so this is even before the podcast. I mean, we've had thousands of messages even before we launched the podcast, right? So anyway, we have some cool techniques that we'll be sharing with you that are time-tested and true, and you're going to have a great time. Let's do an example here. If I ask my lady, let's just say I found a couple on Cassidy. Yeah. And we're on a website and Mm -hmm. I find their profile. Now I'm going to pass my phone to my lady and I'm going to say, hey, sweetie, do you like this couple? What are you going to typically say? If it's the lifestyle conundrum type couple. Oh, yeah. So this is where the lifestyle conundrum kicks in, right? Because you show me a profile that is incomplete or unclear, right? And I can't tell if I like them or not. One, I can't see their fucking face, which is a huge frustration. And then they might only have partial body pics. Like I said before, the girl's bent over with a spreading her booty, but she's only wearing a thong. Maybe she's, you know, just a close up of the asshole or a close up of her hairy nipple or something. Right. And then there might be no pics of the guy. I hate that shit. Right. I mean, what you're going to get is equally as important as what the guy's going to get. Thank you. And yes. We've heard it from different people. Oh, I don't put myself out there because of my work. They're trying to be discreet and, and that's private. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. Look, I mean, my church and this and that. Look, we I understand privacy. Yeah. However, that doesn't mean you still can't have full body images. Cover your face or crop that shit off. Right. That's fine. But if you are going to reach out, people reach out to us. <laughs> open up your backstage pictures. Please. You don't yeah. have to have porno pictures in there, right? but open them up when you reach out so that it's kind of like low hanging fruit. Like, hey, hi guys, you're sexy. Would you guys want to meet for a drink? We get these messages all the time. Yes. And then the first thing I have to do is say, well, what the fuck do you look like? Who exactly. are you? Thank you. Show me yeah. your whole fucking package. Give me pictures of you standing together. Let me see if one of you is six, five and the other is like 4.3. Exactly. And let me know what we're going to be, <laughs> who are we going to be sitting with at the bar? You want to get excited about meeting them in person. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah. you know, and if, so if I see a profile that's incomplete, like with the lifestyle conundrum, I'm just going to tell Eros like, you know what? Let's just move on. Just skip that shit. I don't want to meet them. I'm not interested. They haven't shown me anything that's going to, you know, attract my attention and and make me feel good about meeting them in person. At that point, it's just going to feel like a waste of time. Yeah. And ultimately your profile, you set it up for a reason. We want to remind you that setting up a profile on these social media swinger sites is pretty much all marketing. You're, oh. always, you're always marketing yourself. All marketing, That's why yes. people do the titty Tuesday pictures, the yep. thong Thursday or, or whatever. And so it's, you're it's, to fuck. it's all marketing because you're trying to fuck. Yeah. So you need to make it easy for people to want to fuck you. That's all. That's all we're saying. So that's the conundrum. It's a confusing thing. Yep. We want to point it out because some of you do it. Some of you are guilty of it. Hey, <laughs> we've been guilty of it. Yeah. In fact, our public folders have our faces cut off. Yeah. Okay. But- if you send us a message about our backstage pass or private pics, we'll open them up. And there's a bunch of pictures in there showing everything. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so that's that. The leather bound perverted dictionary is always helpful mm. when it comes to expanding your knowledge in the lifestyle. Make you a better perverted swinger. A better slut. That is having fun. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle and profiling, baby. <laughs> All right. That's right. Just... 
cruising the lifestyle. And, you know, we just want to help you guys get educated because we're not giving relationship advice or we're not experts or sex advice or anything like that. We're just taking you on our journey and relating our experiences because we want to help you avoid some of the mistakes and that we've made early on. Yeah. 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 So we're not experts, but We've gone out on a lot of dates. We've met a lot of people. And yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's very easy for us to identify these 12 types that you're going to meet at a swingers party or club. So this article we found online, it's on a website called bustle.com. The uh, author is Yoon Kim. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say that. And yeah. so apparently she went to a swingers club. Yep. She was invited by a friend. She went one time and she wrote about the people that she met at the club. Yeah. And so she wrote about five people, but that's we were right. like, nah, dude, that's not enough. There's, there's, way, there's more. way more. And there's different types. The ones she wrote about, yeah. So we'll take those. I'll uh, have my wife list those. What are the five types she wrote about? So she listed the following five, the networkers, the pros, the ones who are dragged there, the experts, and then the voyeurs. Right. And then so what we've done is we've added several of our own, the party crew socializers, mm-hmm. Flirty date couples, yes. people who are high on drugs that don't play. These That's are right. the EDC type, costume dressed, rave types, mm-hmm. you know, the girls in high heels and lingerie, right? Yes. Pretty people and really fit people that don't play. Mm-hmm. Bashful affair couples that can let loose. <laughs> Seasoned swingers, the undercover swingers. Hey, we're going to describe all of these. Oh, yeah. But what we've done, we've reordered the 12 types so that they make perfect sense to you. And we put them in the order that goes from the most harmless types of people to the most dangerous types of people that you're going to meet. We wanted to warn you guys about the ones that are simply going to waste your time. And then those who are going to try to basically fuck you without a condom in a dark playroom. Or try to take it off. Or try to pretend that it broke or something like yeah, that. Or yeah. Or like rip the tip, like bite the tip or have yeah. it pre-cut or some stupid shit. Like there's some sneaky ass fucking people out there. And so... Number one, you should always be wearing condoms. You should always do yeah, it. Yeah, play you know, safe. Yeah, there's a small segment of swingers that like to do what's called bareback. We don't really have to make that a leather-bound perverted dictionary term, but we'll expand on it in one of the future episodes. You know, there's a large segment of people who say, you know, hey, I, I get tested all the time. Or I'm V-safe or something. Yeah, you know, they say whatever, like, hey, my tubes are tied. Hey, whatever. Can I get a cream pie? Yeah. Whatever, right? And hey, is that erotic? Is that a big fantasy for a lot of guys, like condom break fantasies, things like that? Well, look, if you're fucking a stranger in a dark playroom and they've sabotaged their own condom that they pulled out from their own stash, you don't know if they've pre-cut it beforehand. You don't know if that little pouch was already kind of open exactly. and kind of stuffed it back. You have no idea. Yeah. So look, we always have our own condoms. We roll with our own. We want that shit to stay on. And so anyway, but we want to warn you about these people, right? As we get down the list... Those are the people that you need to be aware of. But let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Let's start off with the first one here. That would be the networkers. Now, these people, they go to lifestyle events and they're not there to fuck. They're not there to meet people or couples or singles. They're there to promote their own shit, right? They want to sell you shit. Yeah, yeah, they have business cards to hand out. Maybe they're like a, I don't know, boudoir photographer or they're there promoting other parties that they want to get people over to, right? Right, 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 right. In essence, they show up to promote their own agenda. This is one of the types of people that was listed on the magazine, on the online magazine. And so she's talked about how one person tried to sell her a photo session, things like that. And so what you'll find is with these people, they go to swingers clubs because swingers clubs tend to attract well-to-do people. Yeah. You know, a lot of these swingers parties that take over events, they offer bottle service and bottle service is like $400 for one bottle. Right. 
when you add all services, service fees and things like that. Or you taxes. have a hotel stay for a few days. Yeah. Plus your ticket to the get entrance, into the party. Yeah. yeah. They know that people dropped $1,500 to maybe $5,000 for the weekend. So these people are going to be able to buy things or oh, go yeah. to other parties. Yeah. So anyway, those are the networkers. And then number two would be the ones who were dragged there. This is also from the article. So the people who are dragged there, that could be either a couple. Maybe the guy is trying to talk the chick into getting into the lifestyle. And she's like, okay, honey, well, I'll go for you. Right. Like maybe she's trying to save the marriage or save the, the relationship. relationship. And she's maybe was a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the guy was hesitant. Vice yes. versa, right? The one who was dragged there, sometimes you'll identify them because either the guy or the girl are kind of like moping around. They're mm-hmm. either near the food or near the pool table. They're not really engaging in the sexiness of the atmosphere. Right. Or they sit at a table uh, at the bar near the dance floor. Yeah. And they're just kind of in their own little world. They're not looking to be out there sexually. Exactly. And so it's kind of like a forced situation. But yeah. those who were dragged there is a number two. You'll be able to identify those. Number three this is called the Party Crew Socializers. Yeah, this is one of ours crew. that we created, yes. right? And these guys don't normally go there to play. No, they just want to go enjoy the club scene and dance, get their drink on. They might be hanging out by the DJ with their core group of friends. They usually roll with... Getting my drink on right now myself. Mm, right? Gonna, yeah, let me take a sip real quick too. Yeah, while you're doing that, these are folks that kind of hanging out right around the DJ and stuff like that. And some of the people that are Party Crew Socializers that we've met have told us, hey, we haven't been... in back into the play area in like six years. Oh, yeah. So they go because it's just a it's a nice way to have a cheap weekend at a club, bring your own booze. And that's what they like. They like to dance and be around the sexy environment. You know, one of the things is that this group, it can be a little bit difficult to infiltrate. Yes, yes. Because they tend to be kind of clicky. Well, they know each other for years. Oh, so, they're, they're good friends. And a lot of times they're open to meeting other people, but yeah. they're happier just hanging out with their own friends so they don't have to come out of their comfort zone and greet new people and have to identify, oh, are they newbies? Are they this and that? Yeah, whatever, dude. Let me just do my own thing, right? That's right. So they're usually having fun, but we've also heard from them, some of the people in those crews that say, you know what? It's actually, it's not always a good thing because we have a hard time meeting new people because they don't want to leave the group or they don't want to be seen as a person who's trying to break away from the group or anything like that. So right. they usually roll like maybe three or four couples deep when they go out. And you can notice a lot of the chicks from those groups are the girls kind of dancing together and rubbing each other's titties. And that's like their favorite thing to do. And it's like, okay, well, whatever. You know, usually the guys are just hanging out by themselves and the girls are the life of the party, but not in the play area. They're just on the dance floor. Right. But it's a good deal for them because if you go to a typical club, you might drop anywhere from 500 to like several thousand dollars on bottle service and a table. If you drink a lot and have friends there, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But you go to a lifestyle club and the typical cover for a couple would be 80 bucks as a cover charge to get in the door. And then you bring your own booze. So you don't pay anything else for the rest of the night. Yeah. And it's good, especially if you brought some cheap stuff from the bottom shelf from Rite Aid. Right. And you got this big cheap plastic bottle of vodka and then the the clubs generally offer their own mixtures and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so the party crew socializers. So let's go with number four. And number four would be the flirty date couples. Now, a lot of times these are newbies and they're still kind of deciding what their level of play is. Maybe going to a lifestyle club is their first experience ever. And it was for us too. When we got into the lifestyle, the first thing we did was go to a lifestyle club. We didn't do anything there for a long time. But um, flirty date couples, you know, they're still deciding their level of play. They want to be part of the scene, but they're not there to play with anybody yet. They like the idea, but the thing about flirting with other couples. And, and they fuck each other. And they, yeah, they might fuck each other in the playrooms, right? right? 
and uh-huh. they like the idea of being like, hey, we're going to have sex and there's going to be another couple having sex right next one to foot from us. Or yeah. maybe we could reach out and touch a leg or touch a torso or an elbow or, just, you know, put a finger in a pussy or maybe get invited to do a little bit more with them. You know, they yeah. like that idea of like, ooh, is it possible? Yeah, it can happen. So these flirty date couples, they're couples that you do want to pay attention to because they can be developed into a soft swap couple or a full sure. swap couple. And hey, listen. As long as you have their parameters set up and they've already kind of mm-hmm. talked about it, a lot of times they go to the club and they're ready to do stuff. Like some people are ready to jump right in. Yeah. yeah. And they're already confident. They've already talked about it and they're going there because they want to do a full swap. Yes. So they may seem like flirty date couples because they're kind of doing their own thing, this and that. But listen, pay attention to them because you may end up having a great time with them. They may end up being really nice people and you may end up having a nice, sexy time and actually fucking with them in one of the playrooms or yeah. if not that one time. Because you were really nice to them, now you're a familiar person. So next oh, time yeah. they see you, hey, hello. And then the hugs and the girls squeezing titties and exactly. touching the butts. All of a sudden, you're a friendly. So you make friends. You should be making friends with everybody. But oh, sure. you start making friends with these flirty date couples that you would consider beginners. Sooner or later, they'll ask you to fuck oh, if yeah. they're ready for it. Yeah. And of course, you never want to be pushy, but they may be ready and they may suggest it. And they may say something like, one of my favorite phrases that I will always remember from a flirty date couple that Uh that we knew that we ended up meeting at club FA out in San Bernardino County, the girl, when she was dancing, what was her phrase after dancing three songs? Oh yeah. She said, do you want to go to the playroom? Oh, that That was was so playful. I love, she was like, do you guys want to go back to the playroom? That was Just like that. And we were like, before she could finish her phrase, I was already kind of walking. You You were halfway over there. You could see the bottom of my shoe (laughs) turning the corner. One leg up in the air. It was beautiful. She was so hot. She's amazing. Oh. Yeah. And she's a great dancer. And so too. fun. And for, yeah. Real she was sexy. getting down. A real, a really nice couple. And her man, real educated, real nice guy, gentleman. Yeah, I thought he was hot. Yeah, it's cool, right? It was it was a great time. We'll give you a whole review on that particular couple in a different episode. Yes. We'll talk to you about how we spoke first, how we ended up meeting up, mm-hmm. how it flowed, and how we made it so that we ended up at the playroom and it was the girl's idea, which was awesome. Yes. And then, you know, what happened in the playroom, how that flowed, and then how we ended it up and all that good stuff. We're going to give you all the juicy details. That's going to be in a different episode because right now, of course, we're talking about the 12 types. But anything else you want to add before we go to the next one? No, I'm just saying like when she said, hey, let's go to the playroom. And I turned back and I, because it was kind of loud. So I felt like I had to, you kind of repeat the question, right? So when I turned right. back to him, I was halfway through the statement. She said, do you want to go to the, and then he's like, sure. And he was already following. He was already like, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was way ahead. Yes. And then he was probably right behind me. He passed me. And then you guys were just like walking and all smiley with your drinks. Yeah. That was fun. And yeah. That was terrific. So let's go on with the next one here. Okay. Number five would be the voyeurs. So you're going to run into people who just like to watch people in the playrooms, like to just kind of observe the sexy environment. They like to attend sex parties and just Watch other people have sex. Yeah. And there's, you're going to find those. You're nothing wrong with them. Not to be confused with the flirty date couples. Flirty date couples are ready to do stuff. Warriors want to just watch. Maybe they're super new or maybe they just are seasoned, but it could be that the woman is down for maintenance. Like she's on her period. Yeah. Shark week. That's a nice way to say it. Yeah. And so she might be down for maintenance mm-hmm. at that time, maybe on the injured list. The, you know yeah, the saying? injured list. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Send her and, to her mama's house. Yeah. Go visit your mama for a few weeks. Come back. Right? <laughs> a few and, weeks. No, because what happens, the reason why I send you, I want you to go to your mama's is because yeah. when a girl's on her period, right. there's leading up to the period oh, yeah. that time yes. and then coming off of the period right. and also an interesting time. There's like a pre-party and an after party. That's right. So- 
we have like a really good, useful one week a month of super clean <laughs> vagina with all women on the planet. That's an exaggeration. I'm just kidding. An inside joke that oh, we ha- we've had yeah, for years when I would say, uh, I'm going to send you to your mama's house to be yeah. on your period. But we don't mean it. So it's, <laughs> we I used to mean it, but not anymore. But the voyeurs, let's get back to this here. Some are young. Some are down for maintenance. Mm-hmm. And some just want to go to party, but maybe they have limited time. They just wanted to spend a little time there and they want to maybe walk and do circuits through the playrooms. A lot of times what we found with the voyeur people is that it is one of their first experiences. So they call themselves voyeurs because they don't want to be pressured into a play environment. Right. But that doesn't mean they'll stay voyeurs necessarily. That's correct. Yeah. So they can be turned out. And so, yeah, pay attention to the voyeurs because these are people that you want to continue to network with and know and be friendly with because eventually, hey, they're going to want to do stuff. And even if it's simple stuff, like the girl may just want to suck a dick on the dance floor. Yeah. And all of that. I mean, that's happened, right? And yeah, so it's all good. Let's go with number six. These are people that are high on drugs and don't play. So these are the EDC rave types. You'll see the girls in full costume. You know, they spend money. They have no problem buying stuff online. Like the furry leg warmers. and Yeah, they, they wear like the light up LED lights on their skirt, on the little tutus and things like that. Yeah. But a lot of times they're high on their favorite drug. And a lot of times these drugs make it so that you're very attracted to your own husband or your own wife. Yes. So they're all into each other. We've seen some really hot people mm-hmm. that are like number sixes. They're high on drugs, but they don't play. And they tend to kind of court you. And follow you around the dance floor if they think, yeah. if they like you. If there's an attraction, sure. Yeah. And then sure. they'll appear at the bar and they'll kind of follow you around, but they're just there to flirt. Yes. And they want to hit the dance floor. So if you're a couple that wants to play and you're being courted by one of these people that's yes. just high on drugs, right. they're just looking to involve more people into their party that's happening in their mind. Right. They okay. might be touchy-feely a little bit. Oh, yeah. But usually they are. They never make that move from touchy-feely being flirty to... Hey, do you want to go to the playroom? We've actually asked people that qualify for this category. I've had my lady ask the girl, hey, Mm -hmm. you guys, are you feeling like playing tonight? Yeah. You want to come up to the room for a drink, things like that. And the girl has come back and said something like, well, I don't know. We still want to dance. Or what kind of responses have you gotten like at the plush party? They'll say, you know, we're still looking for our friends or we're waiting for our friends to meet up with us. So basically they're saying they just want to hang out at the party. And it wasn't a rejection for us, right? right? Because the way we asked it, it was like, hey, are you guys going to play tonight? Do you feel like playing tonight? Exactly. It, it wasn't like, hey, do you guys want to come fuck us, please? It was right. never like that. I mean, and it never is like that. And never. you guys should also never be like that. Yeah. You never want to go to these places wanting a particular couple that you've been sniping on the attendees list. Because it's not a good strategy because a lot of times if they're a, what you would call a very desirable couple, Mm -hmm. meaning a lot of people like them, you're setting yourself up for a situation where you're competing with a bunch of other hot people that also like them. That's right. And so you don't want to be the person or the couple lurking around, kind of stalking them through the party. That can get very annoying. Absolutely. uh, For everyone involved. It'll be annoying for you because you're chasing someone. And uh, when you listen to our episode where we talk about how the lifestyle is basically like you're in high school again, it's yes. all going to make sense. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so again, it wasn't a, a rejection for us. It was that they wanted to continue in their own high. And maybe they had just popped a pill and they were ready to start dancing and jumping up and down on the dance floor. Yes. That wasn't a time to go back to a room. Right. Because not they, in that moment. they wanted to be near the music and near the lights. Yes. And that's understandable. So that's cool. In that situation, what did we do? We turned around, did our own thing. And before you knew it, you had other really hot couples coming up to us asking if they could come to our bar in our room because they had seen a picture that we had set up a really cool bar. Yes. So nothing lost. It was just, hey, all we're doing in the lifestyles, we're sorting people. Yeah. And sometimes it's about timing. 
right? Yeah, of course. And you, you're you like, hey, okay, so it's not your time. Cool. How about you? Cool. cool. Let's go get a drink. No problem. And then you decide whether these are people you want to do more stuff with. So, okay, let's go ahead and talk about number seven. So number seven would be the pretty people that don't play. And generally, they're really fit. They go out to parties to kind of show off their six packs and stuff. And they want to be seen in person. So you can continue to press the like button on their profile and comment on their pictures. Right. So they show up to these events. And a lot of times these guys, they get bottle service. They wear like really tight clothes. The girls are walking around like in lingerie, high heels, things like that. Mm -hmm. And you'll notice that similar to the people that are high on drugs that don't play, these people, again, they love the environment. Some are new, but some are also like, hey, this is way cheaper than going to that nightclub in Hollywood with, with tough parking. And these are people, generally, they hang together. So you'll usually see these super model type pretty people with each other and they'll follow each other back to the room. And they're always kind of like in a little parade of pretty people. We've seen it. They don't really play. If anyone can explain to us why they do that or why they don't do that, we'd love to hear that. That goes for all of these uh, yeah. categories. If you have any feedback or any maybe uh, any people that we've missed, please let us know. Tweet us or send us an email. And we'd love to add them to this list so that we can post this list on our and update it on our website because that's where it's going to be anyway when you want to refer to it again. So Absolutely. Yeah, these are interesting people. Anything else on these people before we go to the next one? Like you said, they tend to roll around together. Like they actually will travel as a group up and down the elevators and, you know, the party and stuff. So they're, so, okay. they, they tend to be nice, but. So let's go with number eight, bashful affair couples that can let loose. Yes, they can. Right. These are some of my favorite people. Look, the lifestyle is a constant battle of self-esteem, self-image and internal communication. I mean, we have an entire episode on it really has to do with self-confidence. What happens with bashful couples, some people that are soft-spoken in real life, yes, it translates right into the lifestyle. And so the fact that they're bashful in the beginning doesn't mean that they're not going to pull out a tit or pull out their pussy in private. A lot of these people, they like to sit down and observe from either their bottle service or from a dark corner table at either a big hotel party takeover or at the local swinger club. Yeah. If they smiled, it would be good. But some of these couples, they don't smile a lot. They expect the more aggressive couple to make the first move. Exactly. And, and then when you do talk to them, they expect the other couple to carry the conversation because they give you like short answers. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, look, it's just a matter of these people being a little developed in being comfortable. Sure. Developed in the lifestyle. That's yeah. all it is. I like that they can let loose because if you befriend this couple, they may get so excited to play. Because a lot of people don't approach them, mm-hmm. that they may do things that they're not ready for. That's okay, true. So a lot of times you may be asking for a drama confrontation if someone abreacts yes. on their side. Maybe right. they haven't talked about it. Maybe they have. You may end up with a great experience or a not so great experience. So we want to caution you a little bit here that you want to make sure that they're both on board. So one of our favorite things we like to do when we talk to a couple, we talk to them individually. So yes. generally I'll talk to the guy for a little while while my wife talks to the chick. And then we'll switch. I'll sit next to the girl and I'll start throwing out questions to find out where their level of play is and just make sure everything matches. Then I'll get together with my wife and we'll talk about what we found. Are they ready? Have they talked about it? Are they cool? You know, this and that. And we do this in a very conversational manner. It's not like an interrogation. Like, so one, two, three, tell me what this, what do you like? What do you do? What have you done? Where you're at? We do it in a very fun conversational manner. But when we get back together and we compare notes, then it's cool. But sometimes these people may get so caught up in the moment. And if they do end up surpassing their boundaries, you might find yourself in the middle of their argument or their drama. Right. So just be careful with the bashful couples that may get overly excited because you approached them 
and they will never approach anyone. Well, at least maybe not that month or that year, but eventually they will. Yeah. You may be asking for an interesting evening. All right. So the next group, the number nine would be the pros. This isn't necessarily like a prostitute pro. It could be just single people, guys, girls that are basically, what would you say, plants at events? Yeah. These are people who are very good looking. They were generally hired by the organizer or one of the promoters to look the part. These are people that are designed to be instigators. Mm-hmm. So the girls, and usually these guys are pretty good looking guys and girls, right? Oh, yeah. Super hot good people. Shape, yep. They're designed to make the club seem like it's hopping, like a really cool place to be. Right. A lot of these people, you'll notice they'll disappear at midnight or whenever they were hired for. They were hired exactly. for three hours. After three hours, they're gone. It's not their scene. It's not their thing. Right. They're just there it's a as, job. as professionals, yeah. right? Maybe they got paid whatever amount of money hourly to be there. And then maybe they're promised food and drink mm-hmm. and dance and have a good time. And cool. So- some of these people could be swingers. Some of them could be closeted swingers. Some of them could be unicorns that you could turn out. Yeah. Some of them could be people that are there just because it's their job. But also once they're there, they may actually get inspired to do stuff. Sure. All right. Sure. But the dangerous part is that because they're not there as actual swingers, they may try to fuck without a condom because that's what they right. do when they meet their girlfriends or they may be used to different type of play. They got no skin in the game when it comes to your relationship. No, they don't care. They're a single chick or Mm -hmm. a single guy and and whatever. And you don't know, you know, lifestylers tend to be pretty clean people. Yeah. They're conscious of their health and they're, you know, they're careful and they play safe. They use condoms, things like that. You meet a random person and you don't know how many people they slept with that month. You may never see them again. Exactly. So you don't know. They may leave you with a nice surprise. In, in the form of a genital wart oh, on, no. your, on, your, on your dick <laughs> or on your pussy. If you guys end up doing the girl move, what's that scissor move? Yeah, scissoring. Two two pussies like rubbing together, making tortillas like pop, 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 pop. That's pop, like hard work. Pop. Yeah, tripping. Is that what it's called? Oh, tripping. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, those are the pros. They're yep. hired. They're just instigators. A lot of times the girl will carry around like a little whip. Or like, like a, a feather tickler or something. Yeah, they're just walking around, touching titties and that type of thing. But yeah. they maintain the ambiance of the show. This type of person is used a lot in Las Vegas. Just beware. I mean, it happens everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's actually a huge group in Los Angeles and New York that does huge private parties. They charge thousands of dollars. They use pros all the time. Oh, yeah. And it sucks because you're there and it's like, well, if you wanted to get a prostitute, you you can can just choose one from a catalog. Why go there and be stuck with the one they chose that was the cheapest one, right? Exactly. Anyway, so, all right, next. (laughs) Next would be number 10. And I like this one. These are the 1970s season swingers. And it doesn't mean that they were swinging since the 70s. It's just like a cool way to describe it. Now, these couples, they don't really socialize a lot. They hit the playrooms pretty much right away. And they want to get the party started early. They're like fucking their own partners. This might be a couple you see, like if you go to Lifestyle Club and their playrooms there, they might be already naked as soon as they get there. Like by eight o'clock. Yeah. 8.30 p.m., 9 p.m. Right away. They're already new. They already came. They have their favorite once. their favorite play area and they're there. So they're, friend, they're really friendly. You know, they'll invite people who are walking by like, hey, you want to help give my wife a massage and then join right. in on their fuck session. So they usually hang out in the play area. They're usually already like fully nude. Yes. When we said they don't socialize, that means that they're not hanging out at the bar. They're not at or the, the dance floor. Yeah, they're not out there doing their thing. They're already in a 
fuck scenario. In action. Yeah. They're already doing something <laughs> with hopes that when you're walking by, they're going to say like, hey, come here. And they're like kind of using their hands to lure you in. Like if they had a lollipop or a little puppy or something, hey, come here. Look what I have for you. Mm-hmm. You want to help give him a massage or, or you want to help give him a double blow job with two mouths from two chicks? Mm-hmm. Or you want to help give my wife a massage with several hands they're there. They would like to fuck other people and so forth, but you got to be careful with the seasoned swingers. Yeah. Sometimes they are fuck buddies. Sometimes they're a sure. long-term married couple, but because they're seasoned swingers, they tend to be pretty clear with what they like. And uh, one of the things I want to caution you with this particular type of couple is that if you're a brand new couple walking through the playroom and these people are already nude, it's going to be kind of easy to be pulled into their party. Mm-hmm. But just know that they will fuck for hours and they might be a little awkward for you if you do end up taking off your shoes and climbing up on the bed. They'll put you up in a scenario. For example, one of the swing clubs in LA has a three-tiered bed. They'll put you up on the very top level and they may kind of block you in. can make it difficult for you to leave the scenario. And obviously you can leave whenever you want, but it's kind of like a trap because they're inviting you in and there you go and you start touching. Before you know it, they're touching you. Before you know it, someone else is trying to finger you or a guy is trying to grab you from behind. And it's just, it can turn out to be a situation where if you're not a strong person, you may end up doing things that may make you uncomfortable. And if you're not very strong, you're not going to say anything. So that's not cool. Exactly. So moving on to the next type of person would be number 11. Now, these are the experts. These people have been swinging for a long time. They might be um, doing their own thing, but they're really good at, they know what they want. When they go to a lifestyle event or a club or wherever they are, they know what they want. They know how to get it. They've got their rules established and they're really good at bringing people in, creating conversations with couples. Yeah. And a lot of times you'll see these people having orgies. They like to recruit several couples. They're very seasoned. They know what they like. They're not going to waste a ton of time. Exactly. They they like to get to the playroom early before it gets dirty. Or, you know, a lot of times these playrooms don't get reset throughout the evening. Sure, they'll restock towels. Sure, they'll put out sheets and things like that. But a lot of times... They like to get out there early while it's still super clean and no one has played yet. Exactly. They like to take over a certain area of the playroom, like a whole bed. Sometimes you'll see them, they'll try to close a door and have several couples in there. Mm -hmm. The experts also, they can be good looking and it can be deceiving because before you know it, you're caught in a group of a bunch of people. And what are your rules in a group scenario, right? Right. If you're a single chick, well, that's a different story. But if you're a couple and your husband is on the other side of the bed and you're over here kissing a girl and while you're kissing a girl, someone's rubbing up on you and you can't see your, your yeah. boyfriend. So you really have to make sure that you are secure in your relationship. If you choose to get involved with the experts, they're easy to spot. Again, oh, the yeah. orgies, the rooms. They're already together. They're already doing advanced things. They're high-fiving each other. Maybe they know each other. They have a lot of friends. They love audiences. They love to fuck like exhibitionists, right? Mm -hmm. So the experts can also be the experts slash exhibitionists. They love to show what they have. Look at my huge cock. Look at my tits. You know, they make noises. They'll invite you in. So just be conscious because you may end up, like I said earlier, in a group scenario and you may end up going beyond your boundaries if you actually can't see your husband or wife. Exactly. These experts are very savvy and a lot of times they'll do what's called divide and conquer. So as long as you're seeing your lady get pleasured or your husband get pleasured, it's like, well, he's getting pleasured. So maybe I'll let someone do something to me. Yeah, I'm going to get mine. Yeah. It's just know that you are going to a sexual environment, not a sex club, but it is a swingers club or a lifestyle club. So they're there for that. And if you're there, they kind of assume that you're down to fuck. Just be conscious of that. And now we're at the last type of people you're going to meet, the number 12, the undercover swingers. Now, these people, 
well, let's just say they will fuck anyone, anywhere, raw dog. For those of you who haven't heard the term raw dog, that's without a condom. And it's not always raw dog, but these yeah. are people that they fuck a lot, but they pretend they don't. Right. Okay. They're undercover swingers. Once they make contact with you and they find out your level of play, where you're at in the lifestyle, they'll actually match your level. So like if they find out that you're pretty new, they'll say, oh, wow, well, us too. We just got started not long ago. How do you know? Yeah. Right? It's just a conversation. But these are undercover. This is probably the most dangerous yeah. category because if you're new to a club, they're sniping you. These people are hanging out, looking for new meat, oh, yeah. looking for the new faces. And if you look okay, because you got dressed up and you're out there and you know, you're know you looking sexy and so mm-hmm. forth, they're going to notice you. Make no mistake, these guys are there to fuck. Or yeah, it could be that way. Yeah. These are two fuck buddies right. that can't get into the club on their own because a lot of clubs will not allow single males. Some do on certain nights. Mm-hmm. And generally, clubs will always allow single females. Many times, single That's females right. are free yeah. or very low cost. Or cheap, yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of times, two people will get together and pretend they're couples yeah. so that they can just go fuck other people. A lot of times, you see these people because they show up to the club and they like go in different directions. They split. Yeah. And yeah. then you see one girl dancing on the dance floor. The guy is lurking in the playroom. Exactly. Stroking his dick in, in one of the dark corners near a couple. <laughs> creepy. Hoping that he gets invited in type thing. Exactly. There was a, an example that... The scenario that we experienced at one of the local swing clubs, Club Joy in Los Angeles. We were there and this couple had approached us. They proved us online, sent us a message. They said, hey, were you going to be there? Oh, we're going to be there too. We'd love to see you. Let's have a drink. Yeah. You know, the whole thing. Say hello. Yeah. So we were there and the girl started talking to my wife. What kind of stuff was she telling you? Like, oh, you're hot. Oh, what you're a- beautiful. Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to have some girl time with you. And right. do you want to go to a playroom? And this was pretty early on. And she was asking you like what you're into. She yeah. was trying to get the lowdown on what you did, your parameters. Exactly. And she knew that the girl on girl is the appetizer for the full course entree and the rest of the courses. That's right. She knew that if she hooked you in, yes. that I would follow. Right. That's like right? getting your foot in the door. Yeah, because girls typically lead the play experiences. Yes. And so she was smart enough. You know, obviously, she's an undercover oh, trainer. Sure. She's very savvy. Sure. Our situation was that they had invited us to the playroom and we were brand new. We didn't know them. No one warned us about them. Mm-hmm. But we said, hey, we'll meet you at the playroom. In a few moments, we're going to go get refills. Yes. And we weren't nervous, but we were weary, suspicious of Let's everybody. Let's fill it right? out. Yeah. yeah. So we went to get our refills. And by the time we got back to the playroom where we said we'd meet them, mm-hmm. they were already fucking another couple. Yes. They were they just were. going at it. And oh, my I, God. We got close to them and they were not using condoms. Yes. We did right? a condom check. Well, uh, we got close. And yeah. I asked the guy afterwards, I'm like, oh, dude, did you hit that? Were you actually hitting that girl, Ron? And he was congratulating himself and he yeah. was bragging about it. He was like, oh, yeah, dude. She was super clean, man. She smelled so good. She tasted so good. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't want to be the guy all grossed out exactly. or surprised. Right. So I was congratulating him. Oh, that's good. She's fucking yeah. hot, dude. And I walked away. Yeah. And then they tried to get us to go to the playroom with them again after they had fucked that couple raw mm-hmm. dog. We saw them. Later on in the evening with another couple in another playroom, they were fucking another couple again, raw dog. Yes. Just bareback. Yep. No condom. So this couple, you don't know how many people they fuck during the week because that night they fuck two people bareback. Yeah. Know what happens the other times? What happens during the day? Who knows? If they're off, are they on Craigslist posting ads every day? Right. So look. We dodged a bullet there. A huge bullet. Yeah. And we're still cordial. We're very nice to them. Oh, we sure. see them and things like that, but we'll never play with them because we knew immediately what category to put them in. It was a high risk, no thank you, it's never going to happen yeah. type category. So those are the 12 categories of people that you're going to meet when you go to a party, swing club, or a lifestyle event. 
Again, if you yeah. feel that you want to add another category or expand on a definition of one of these people or maybe call it a different name because it'll make sense to other people, please let us know because we're happy to adjust the document so that it makes sense to the majority of people out there so it can help mm -hmm. them. Please let us know. We look forward to hearing from you guys. So as we're getting uh, to the end of this particular broadcast, let's go ahead and give you our contact information one more time. Our website is PriorySociety.com. You can email us at info at PriorySociety.com. We're on Twitter as at PriorySociety. We hang out on Cassidy.com and you can find us there as Latino Sexy Couple and on SDC.com as Latino Sexy Couple, but the sexy is uh, without the E, so it's Latino SXY Couple. One of the other things we started was a community on Cassidy.com. The group we started was to make it easier to keep in touch with you guys. And it's called Priory Society, a sexy lifestyle podcast. Go there, become a member. Of course, it's free and it's a way to get announcements. You can post pictures if you'd like, but more than anything, it's a way for us to keep in touch with you so that uh, we're not having to email you. You're getting pinged all the time on your cell phone when you could just go and get the messages whenever you feel like it by logging in and just check in to see what's going on with us. So anyway, guys, we had a great time today. Yeah, it's been fun. So invite your friends if you know sexy friends that would benefit from this information and want to hear some cool information about the lifestyle. We're just, we're here to help people and shorten your learning curve and avoid some of the mistakes that we've made along the way. And we're just having fun chit-chatting and we're still growing as a couple in the lifestyle and it's fun. You learn a lot about yourself and really strengthen your relationship. And we found the lifestyle to be very positive for us and for other people. Yeah, it's definitely made us stronger. This is why we decided to do this podcast because we saw the benefits of how it affected us in a great manner. It's brought us closer. And so we look forward to meeting some of you guys in person, you know, high five, hug, yes. the girls play the titty game and all that, you know, <laughs> touching each other's titties, the whole bit. And look forward to meeting some of you guys in person when we go to either meet and greets or we partner with an event promoter and we do our own little subgroup within and, mm -hmm. you know, arrive with a bunch of people. It's good stuff. So again, it, this was a great session. We look forward to having you on the next episode, listening in and having a good time. But also yeah. it's not about like learning and teaching newbies because we mm -hmm. know a lot of people who listen to podcasts. These are people who are just like the information and you just want to have a good laugh. Oh, we sure. hang out with some cool people. So let your sexy friends know. And we look forward to the next episode. Talk to you soon. And until the next one. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love, enlightenment, pleasure. The Priory Society Podcast. <laughs>